Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. This is Frank McKay, but more importantly, two very talented musicians are my guests. Uh, one you've heard of, and, and, and the other uh, you, you are hearing of as we speak, and he's a rising star, and that's Shunning. The other guy, I, I'd like to ask everybody to keep their mind out of the gutter, but is Magic Dick. And uh, you, you, Jay Giles fans know him as one of the, uh, one of the founding members of that, that great band. Out of Massachusetts, out of Boston, and uh, Magic, Dits, uh, Magic Dick uh, Solowitz is our very special guest, and Shun Ng. How are you guys doing? I'm we're good. Doing great. Yeah. We're good. Thanks, Now, uh, let's... We're, let, we're very excited. Yeah, you're very excited. Yeah. And tonight, tonight you have a show, June 17th. You have a show at the... Tell us where it is. It's at the Iridium. Iridium. And where's that? It'll be our first time... That's in New York City. I don't know the address right off the top of my head, and uh, but this will be um, my first time uh, appearing there. And um, Sean, I think for you too, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So everyone, very sh- excited. Everyone should see them tonight. What time do you guys go on? Go on at eight thirty. Yeah, that's right, Sean. Eight yeah. eight thirty. So uh, everyone, get down there in the Oridium which is supposed to be a great place for music, and check out Magic Dick and Shun Ng. And, and now, if, if you don't mind, let me, let me do a little bit of your history. And, and Shun, let me start with you. Uh, let, let me start with you. Where were you born and where were you raised? I was born in Chicago. I was raised in Singapore. Uh, what, what, age did you, now. what age did you go to uh, uh, Singapore? Uh, I moved back to Singapore. I moved to Singapore when I was four years old. And then how long did you stay there? So I was there all the way till um, I was uh, 22, and then I moved uh, into Boston. So what's the music scene like in Singapore? Like, how do you get started in in music, and what was the first instrument you picked up? Well, the first instrument that I picked up was the guitar. And, um, you know, I I had never really uh, paid much attention to music before I was 15. I picked up the guitar when I was 15. And uh, I never really paid much attention to music because my parents weren't musicians or didn't really listen to much music. But uh, I, uh, once I found music, you know, I, I just dedicated all my time to it. And I just seeked out all, all the great music out there, you know, from America, Europe, everywhere. Yeah. And, and then you ended, up, you ended up over here. I imagine it's a much easier way to make a living over here with music than, than it is in Singapore. But I, I, I shouldn't make that assumption. Yeah. No, that's, I, I think that's, that's very, very true. I mean, um, Singapore is such a small place. Um, you know, it's, it, you, uh, it's, it's 30 miles across and about 15 miles wide. You know, it's a tiny place. So you can't really do a tour, you know. You saturate your market <laughs> with two shows, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, and, but- and the music here, the music that I grew up uh, loving, you know, the blues, jazz. Well, I, I'm sure you you listen to Magic Dick uh, growing up. I mean, he's uh, just, uh, yeah. again, for those who don't know, and I'm going to remind people who our guests are, this is Frank McKay, but more importantly, uh, Magic Dick Solowitz is our very special guest, along with Sean Ng, and they are collaborating together, and you can see him tonight at the Ordium. Uh, the, I'm saying that right? The Ordium in Manhattan. Oridium. Oridium, I'm sorry. Oridium in Manhattan. No, the, the Iridium. 
Iridium. Iridium. I-R-I-D-I-U-M. Oh, it's, it starts with an I. Yes. Iridium. Okay. Yeah. You know, it wasn't my, my uh, strong suit in, in school was my uh, spelling. But, <laughs> but the Iridium, please check them out. They are tremendous. And uh, Magic Dick, for those who don't know, um, and I can't imagine anyone who, uh, who grew up at, at my, my time didn't know who Magic Dick was, but Magic Dick Solowitz is one of the great harmonica players and musicians. He plays, uh, he, yeah. he, he plays unbelievable uh, blues and rock, and he was with the Jay Giles Band from the beginning. And, of course, in the 80s with the MTV era, uh, they had paid dirt big time with Centifold and, and all the hits off of that record. Hey, um, Dick, how many records did Centifold sell? And I don't mean the single, I mean the album. Well, I'm not an accountant, so I couldn't tell you that, <laughs> but it was multiple millions. <laughs> and I do know that it was, it was number one on the charts um, for about eight weeks, I think, as a single. Yeah, I, I mean it was just just tremendous. Uh, what was the name of was the uh, name of the album Centifold or was uh, what was the name freeze of the album? Frame, I, oh. I think that was on Freeze Frame. Freeze Frame, yes, you're absolutely right. I'll bet Shun. I'll bet Shun would know the answer to that. <laughs> yeah, now Shun. Yeah, yeah, let me ask you: uh, How early uh, in your life did you pick up on on Jay Giles? Well, I, I actually got to know um, got to know about Magic Dick through to his work on Blues Time first. That was my first introduction to to Magic. And of course, Whammer Jammer, you know. Yeah, incredible. But, um, I as as a musician, you know, I it was you you have to know Magic Dick, you know, especially in the style that I was getting into, you know. So he was like, you know, part of the staple of that. And um when when um when I got to meet him, you know, it was it was like such a tremendous honor and to be working with him is an even bigger honor, you know. Well, how soon after you guys met did you did you start working together? Well, uh, we we um well, I'm quite fuzzy. I mean, Dick, can you help me? out? Well, we met about two years ago, was it? Yes, we met about two years ago, August, I think it was, and um, we had a an intensive uh, three hour meeting at um, <laughs> at, at um, Shun's manager's office, and. Um, that was the first I'd met Sean, and by that point, I had already heard I had heard his CD called Funky Thumb Stuff, his first CD, and uh, I was very, very impressed with it and recognized right away that, that Sean and I were on the same vibe as far as um, a, a whole overall musical concept of minimalism and, um, and leaving space in the music. Um, so... We re- we recognized immediately that we were kindred spirits, and um, yeah, man. you know the difference in our in our ages is it means nothing to us because we're just Shun's kind of like an old soul. He's like really <laughs> in so many great R and B and blues singers, you know, rhythm and blues, rock and roll, soul. Um, and I was just so full of surprise when I when I first heard him, and I I recognized that Shun was the fulfillment of a, a use uh, of a wish, excuse me, that I put out to the universe um, for a long, long time. And um, so sometimes when you want something and you're fairly clear about what you want, but it doesn't materialize for quite some time, when it comes, you recognize it, you know? And um, <laughs> so 
Shun and I choose to be a duo. You know, we never really wanted to make a band um, because we believe that the minimalism concept, you know, which is using fewer notes and leaving more space and and both playing and implying things, that it, it conveys to the listener an impression that there's something much bigger going on than just the two of us playing. But that's really all it is, is every sound, every utterance um, that, that the audience hears comes from what we're creating in the moment. I think yeah. that, that's a great way to uh, to approach music, and what you guys are doing is, is magic. Yeah, you actually caught lightning in a bottle together. It's great chemistry, and uh, two Thank very you. talented guys, uh, no question about it. And uh, ho- hopefully people will go tonight, will go to, to the Iridium, the Iridium in yeah. New York City, in Manhattan, and see uh, Magic Dick Solowitz and Sean Ng. Magic Dickle. Magic Dickle, dude. Magic Dickle. <laughs> okay. You, know, you yeah, never yeah, use Solowitz? You know, ever, ever since uh, several years ago, when um, restrictions started tightening up on um, political correctness, correctness in the newspapers and stuff, you know, um, this, this goes back to the uh, interviews that I did when I had blues time about quite quite a long time ago, and um, they started publishing my full name in the paper. You know, as you have said, but I really like to just use magic dick you know in all my musical context but it seems like the media insists on <laughs> on the use of my official last name which i don't like to, which i don't like to use for these purposes but you know yeah well good listen good for you all right so if, you I, could, if, if that could be edited out without <laughs> seeming awkward you know from um you know what I'm saying? We'll get it. From, he, he, we got my producer back there. He's gonna. He, he'll. We'll, we'll work that out. But let, let me yeah, let me just you. remind people that just may be tuning in that this is Frank McKay and Magic Dick is our very special guest along with Shun Ng. And do I have that right, Shun Ng? Yeah, man, that's yeah. perfect. Shun yeah. Ng and uh, the yeah. two are, are a duo. And again, you know Magic Dick from uh, from his work in Blues Time and uh, Jay Giles. And, and Shun Ng, you are going to get to know. This guy is a an absolute star on the rise. And Magic Dick is, uh, is just, uh, you know, you know his work from, from Jay Giles. Uh, unfortunately, I, I think so many people saw the commercial work that you did. And not unfortunately, because financially it must have been great and, and great for the band, Jay Giles, man. But there's so much other material that you put out and where you're really featured right. on. And I don't know that everybody... Everybody didn't dismiss it as well. That's just a pop band, and that's just. But Jay Giles did some great, great music that that you know a lot of people didn't buy, and a lot of people didn't, or well, the masses didn't buy. And that's that's one thing I'd like to encourage everyone to check out. Um, Google Magic Dick and and check out his his material and his uh, his solo work, um, and and the work that he's done on harmonica. I, who who did you listen to growing up in, in order to get? Uh, to where you are style-wise. Who was your who were your favorite harmonica players? Thank you for asking me that, Frank, because that's a great question, and I, I actually I love answering this question. Um, I am a classic jazz fan, starting from when I was about um, nine, not about nine years old. I started, I began uh, to play trumpet, so that was in third grade, and um, ever since that time, I've had a tremendous love of trumpet and the trumpet concept classic jazz. So my influences are, and I love to name them, 
my influences are the whole trumpet lineage, which is like Louis Armstrong, you know, a great American musical genius. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Louis Armstrong, Roy Eldridge, uh, Dizzy Gillespie, Miles Davis, uh, Fats Navarro. And um, these are all great trumpet players who knew each other, too, you know, over, over all those generations. And, um, and these particular trumpet players, every one of them changed American music in a deep and significant way. So th- this stuff means a lot to me. You, you also, know- saxophone players, um, Charlie Parker, um, Dexter Gordon, uh, you know, all the t- trumpet and saxophone players are, are my, my influence, the biggest influence. Rock and roll came to me uh, somewhat later. You know, you mentioned you well. You mentioned Satchmo, but you mentioned Miles Davis, and at the time, yeah. Jay Giles was starting up. That was in that was in the sixties, right? You you guys got going in the sixties, yeah. late sixties, My- and our first album on Atlantic Records came out in nineteen seventy. Yeah, so you you guys were forming as Miles was getting into some pretty uh, pretty wild stuff, and Bitches Brew was right around the corner. And right. uh, and you weren't really that far from it, you know. I love talking to people like uh, Lenny White and and John McLaughlin, uh, who had a part of that. But uh, what what of uh, yeah. what did Miles Davis do during that time period that stood out to you? Were you a Bitches Brew fan, or were you Miles Smiles? Uh, what were you What were you into that Miles was doing? Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, um, at that particular time. I wasn't that in love with Bitches Brew and that, and that particular change in the music. Um, but that's primarily because I was really focused on, I had been very focused for a long time on Miles's um, other style, the earlier styles of trumpet, trumpet playing. And um, when he put Bitches Brew together and that concept, although that was a very interesting change to happen in music, because at that particular time, I was so focused in learning harp from my harp masters, like, you know, Little Walter, Sonny Boy Williamson, um, both Sonny Boy Williamson's, Junior Wells, James Cotton. Um, at that particular time, I wasn't paying that much attention to uh, Bitches Brew. But interestingly, uh, when I met Shun, um, I got to take a whole other listen to this because Shun was of a different mind about it from me. And... Um, Shun has opened my eyes in many respects to an awful lot of things in music. In fact, I think Shun is a musical genius, and I say that <laughs> I say that both seriously and lightly. But I mean it seriously. Is uh, I am I am really learning an awful lot from Shun, and he's a huge, great influence uh, on me and my attitude toward what I do. Because um, I'm the type of person who gets in my own way a lot. Uh, musically speaking, well, and um, uh, well, Shun is incredibly good at at tearing that apart for me. Well, let me <laughs> let me ask Shun uh, some of the same questions that I asked you, and, and talking about influences. And uh, another reminder to folks that are just tuning in, or people that just may be turning on their radio, that this is Frank McKay and Shun Ing and Magic Dick are performing tonight at the Iridian the Iridian in, uh, in Manhattan, and they are a duo, and they are proud of that. They are, uh, they are really, uh, you know, really worth checking out. Please check them out, and uh, if you can, 
if you can get to the radio tonight. Sean, let me ask you the same question. Uh, it, we, we spoke about what music you were into and, uh, and, and what you started listening to, but what really turned the corner for you, and when did you turn the corner as a musician? Well, I, well, I was first, you know, into, you know, I, I grew up with dyslexia, so in school, I, I, I never really did well in school, and I always felt, you know, kind of confused about the world. So when I found music, it was like finding a way to express myself, a language that I could understand, you know, and reading is still very difficult, but music seemed to make the world make sense to me. And um, I, uh, I, I first got real serious into music, through the blues because that was that I guess such a raw form of expression that I just took to that you know I, I loved it you know and I and I got into BB King and 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 the Texas guys you know like Albert Albert Collins and Albert King and and um, Freddie King and uh, then I I got really into uh, Buddy Guy and Muddy Waters and Holland Wolf and Low Walter and then when I um, first heard uh, Robert Johnson, that was kind of when things really made a turn for me, because that was some of the most amazing music that I heard. That's, you know, that's when it started the whole um, whole acoustic thing for me. And um, then I, you know, um, some of my influences, uh, you know, I love James Brown uh, vocally, you know, as a performer. I love Michael Jackson. Um, I love Frank Sinatra. Um, of course, you know, I love Miles Davis. Um and um, you know, I love Tuck and Patty. You know, they were a big influence on my on my uh, conception for you know doing solo guitar and and, and voice. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, George Clinton. Man, there's so many. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I love Indian classical music too, um, and European classical music. I'm a big fan of Debussy and Ravel. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's I, that's a diverse uh, group, and and uh, listen, I I agree with uh, Magic Dick. I think I think you are a genius, and uh, just tremendous. Thank you. I think you're a star on the rise, and uh, and it's it, it's Thank nice you. to be involved with somebody who who knows his way around the business, and uh, yeah, and, and and you know, hey, listen, I got news for you. I think Magic uh, Dick is a genius at what he does. I mean, uh, just amazing. Oh, tell me about it. All all the harp players that you mentioned. And again, I, I know it's sacrilege to say, you know, you talk about Sonny Boy Williamson, you talk about the the different guys that play harp over the years and, and uh, the guys that were really the pioneer in, pioneers in blues. Uh, I, I think, uh, Magic Dick, I think you took it to another another level. And then, you know, yeah. you got guys like John Popper. I, I'm sure he, I, I, I shouldn't speak for him, but I, I imagine you were an influence of him. Am I right? I really don't know, you know. Um has he ever oftentimes, mentioned you as an influence? Oftentimes, oftentimes you find out that, you know, new guys that come along, if you really got inside their head and found out what they think, you know, they think, especially if they're coming on strong kind of players, you know, they think that the guys that came before them are dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate, you know, that, but I, I don't know. We don't know that for sure, but I mean, I, I shouldn't put no. words in Papa's mouth. I've never spoken to him, but I imagine that he's got a, I, I mean, there's not many of you. I, I know there are a lot of harp players, but relatively speaking, there are a lot more. You know, Alan Holt, but and and he's in the elite, right? But Alan Holdsworth and uh, and guys like uh, Demiola and and guitar virtuosos. Then there are yeah. harp virtuosos. There's just not a lot of you guys, and uh, it's a very short list. If there was a harp 
Hall of Fame. I mean, you, you'd have a wing to yourself, and I think uh, John Popper would have a, <laughs> a wing to himself in it. There's just not a lot of guys. By the way, we're coming up on a minute before we have to, uh, have to leave you guys. And again, maybe we can get you for a part two and we could talk more about, you know, what's going on then and some recording. But right now we're talking about the show tonight, the uh, the Iridium. Do I have that right? The Iridium? You That's do. right. The Iridium yeah. in Manhattan, 830 tonight. Uh, come down and check out Magic Dick and Shun Ng. And uh, look, we got we got about a, a half a minute to go with you guys. Can you give us a website or some social media sites where people can check you guys out and follow you beyond tonight? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, well, why don't you do that? Sure. Yeah, well, we we have a Facebook page, and that um, you can just search for Magic Dick and Shunning. And um, uh, Dick's web, Magic Dick's website is Dick. Correct me if I'm wrong. www.magicdick.com. And uh, tour dates are up there. And my website is shunning.com. It's S H U N N G dot com. And that's how they can follow us. But the best way is to find it. Look for us on Facebook. Magic Dick and Shun Ng. Guys, I want to thank you very much for being here. And good luck tonight at the gig. Thank you. Thank Thank you you so so much. much. And thank you for um, all your wonderful, um, kind compliments. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Well, I I look forward to speaking to you guys when we we have a little more time and you're not getting ready for a gig. Guys, uh, good luck at the gig. Iridian. The, the Iridium Theater, uh, Magic Dick, and Shun Ng uh, will be the, uh, the, the band tonight. And it's a duo. It's a great one. Please check them out, 830 tonight. This is Frank McKay. We will see you next time on Breaking It Down.